want a free ultimate masters preview card you look like a show host what a preview card for ultimate masters sure what's it gonna cost us nothing like i said here uh, take the card thanks mister let me see this whoa thanks i can't wait to show the guys i'm phil deluca i'm shivan putt and we are commander in Thanks for listening, everybody. We put a spotlight on community issues, but never, ever talk about three banned topics, except sometimes in a pre- or post-roll. <laughs> Religion, <laughs> politics, and Hearthstone. If you want to support the show, visit us on YouTube, comment, rate, and subscribe, and play us to the end. That actually matters. Or just give us a positive review wherever it is you get your podcast from that helps uh, expose us to more people because more people like us and so all of the different aggregators are like yeah sure hey you're probably gonna like this too tell your friends <laughs> yeah exactly tell them directly don't wait for itunes or overcast or wherever it is you get your podcast from to tell them and if you want to take that extra step and support us and we really need it because our costs are going up because we are changing server hosts if you want to help us out with those expenses, then visit patreon.com slash commander at MTG or commander at MTG.com slash donations or GoFundMe and search for the Commander in podcast and use the C logo, not the one with our former co-host Sean's smiling face. Ah, Shivam, we have a wonderful show lined up for everybody. Uh, we have... As folks have no doubt heard by now, an Ultimate Masters preview card. Oh. Yeah. The surprise set that we weren't even expecting. <laughs> it came out of nowhere. I was just like, what do you mean you're putting out another set in a week? Oh, God. What are we going to do? <laughs> yeah, I had heard rumors that there was another Masters set coming, but not any specific date. And then suddenly, here we are. It's like... Since it's actually coming out on Pearl Harbor Day, it's our own little Pearl Harbor. It's like Christmas in Christmas. <laughs> Christmas, of course, because it's completely positive. And uh, before we get to that, though, we have a word from our sponsors. What? Sponsors on Commanderin? As you know, listeners, we are entirely listener-supported, and so we view our patrons as our sponsors. And each week, we like to call out three of our Patroni, this week we have uh, we have a couple of oh god <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness yep. gracious if if I may interject for just a moment so one of sure. the things about Patreon my friends is that when you do a donation in Patreon it lets you put down your own name in the field and yep. sometimes sometimes these names surface themselves into our um, list of patrons to thank more accurately <laughs> Patreon allows you to enter anything in your name field. And when you combine both names, first and last, because it assumes everybody has a first and last name, you have 140 characters to play with. And so we are encouraging all of our listeners, future patrons, and current Patroni to change their names 
so that it's something funny for us to read because we are going to read three of these each week well most weeks and and i always forget that we did this so every time it's a surprise <laughs> to me yep and then uh, we periodically go back and thank our top contributors and so if you're already a patron of ours please feel free to change your name as you're about to hear it's kind of fun so uh this week we want to thank andrew schmandrew art thompson I met him at the MTG Gallery opening here in Los Angeles a couple of weeks ago. It was really fun. I bought his playmat. He did these this really like super saturated Chandra art that's fantastic. Oh yeah, that looked really cool. Yeah. Jim Doing, our second patron, and our third patron. Why don't you read our third patron's name? Hang on, let me scroll to Oh my god, are you kidding me? <laughs> we would like to thank this week um 17 Half-dead ferrets stapled together and hiding in a trench coat. <laughs> that is getting in the spirit. Thank you, 17 half-dead ferrets. Yeah, thank you. We appreciate each and every one of you. I wonder which of the 17 are actually using the internet in order to uh, donate to us. Well, we are very grateful to all 17 half-dead ferrets stapled together and hiding in a trench coat. And, of course, Jim Doing and Andrew Schmandrew Art Thompson. I believe he's at Schmandrew Art uh, on Twitter and a variety of other services. So, Cool. Uh, just, yeah. Again, his playmat is really good. So thank you for donating. Well, Shivam. Let's talk about Ultimate Masters for a second. Yeah, we need to get on to our, our main topic here. This is awesome. This surprise set, which Wizards has announced is the last ever Masters set for now, is the ultimate master set. And if you guys have seen on Magic Twitter at all, you've seen that they put out these box toppers, which are full art style cards looking kind of like the mythic Guild of Ravnica Planeswalkers. And they apparently took every rare and mythic in the set and two mythic uncommons, and they turned them into these full art uh, fancy looking cards that you get one included in each box you buy. Now, mm -hmm. the boxes can only be bought from an LGS, for uh, MSRP of $335.76. In the United States. Yeah, in the United States. But if you don't have a local game store nearby, you can go to one of your big box stores like your Targets, Walmarts, etc. and get a three-pack blister pack for $34.99. Recently, I've actually done that with uh, Battle Bond, which is pretty cool, being able to go buy like six packs for 25 bucks. But uh, yeah, so this way, everybody who wants to be able to get Ultimate Masters will have access to it. Now, Ultimate Masters comes out on December 7th, 2018. It contains 254 cards, which is 101 commons, 80 com uncommons, 53 rares, and 20 mythics. And it comes in a box of 24 packs. Uh, this is going to be a real interesting to see what they've decided counts as an Ultimate Masters card. Like, I know <laughs> that they put in fan favorites like uh, Snapcaster and Noble Hierarch. So that'll be neat. Yeah, these box toppers are gorgeous. Oh, yeah. We've seen all 40 of them now. So we kind of get a feel for what's in it, and it feels like it's like ultimate good stuff masters. Oh, yeah, like the new Demonic Tutor looks amazing. Oh, I know. And like there's Karn, there's all three of the uh, Eldrazi, uh, Lily of the Veil. Micaeus the Unhallowed, which I actually need, but I don't know why it's a mythic, but I mean, I don't make those decisions. <laughs> On the website, you can go there and see the uh, actual print copy and the um, mythic copy. Oh, you know what I'm noticing as well? Like, if you look at that Snapcaster box topper, the art is actually larger. Yeah, they zoom it out and they make it full art size. It looks really, really cool. The zoom in, you mean? Yeah, zoomed in. That's what I meant. Zoomed in. 
I think one of the coolest little Easter eggs is that Reanimate is pulling back a uh, a Sun Titan, <laughs> and they have the uh, through the breach, which is actually Nahiri summoning uh, Emrakul. Now, as a Vorthos, this is one of the coolest pieces of art I've seen in a long time. And uh, yeah, I'm super stoked to see it. New art for Tassiger the Golden Fang? No bananas, no sale. <laughs> That's right. We need bananas on this art. New art for Tarmogoyf? Mm -hmm. This one just looks cool. Yeah, so there's a lot of really cool cards in here. And you know what else is in there? There's <laughs> our preview card. Our preview card, yeah. And our preview card is one of the staples of commander and one of the like standard and extended all-stars one of the coolest cards in magic yep if you like combos this card is for you oh yeah this is one of the great combo enablers there's ever been we've teased it enough why don't you actually give it a proper announcement there our card is revelark a, dun, dun, dun. It's a 4-3 flyer that costs four and one white to cast and the important part is when it leaves the battlefield, return up to two card target creatures with power two or less from your graveyard hmm. to the battlefield. And it has the evoke ability for five and a white, which is to say that you can cast this spell for its evoke cost. It comes into play and does its effect and is sacrificed immediately. So Revelark can either be played for six directly from your hand, like a sorcery, or it can be played for five to come into play. Now, why would you want it to go to the graveyard directly? Well, hmm. it turns out that Revelark is one of the greatest combo enablers ever made when it comes with its best friend, Karmic Guide. Mm -hmm. Karmic Guide, which is from a million years ago uh, and was just recently reprinted in one of the commander sets, is a 2-2 uh, Angel Spirit. Now, that's the important part there, 2-2. Two, two. So it's power 2. And it says, when it enters the battlefield, return target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield. Hmm. So, <laughs> Revelark leaves the battlefield, and let's say you have that Karmic Guide in the graveyard. So, Revelark leaves, targets Karmic Guide and some other two-power card, brings them both back into play, Karmic Guide goes on the, uh, Karmic Guide's trigger goes on stack, and brings Revelark back into play. Mm -hmm. As it turns out, for five mana, you just got, like, six power or something worth of cards, plus some random enter-the-battlefield effect. And you can get pretty loopy with this stuff. This is the first real combo card I was ever exposed to in Commander. Oh, man. Because as we all know, I started late. And yeah, this just, uh, <laughs> this card broke my heart and my spirit <laughs> and the game. Oh, yeah. This card can do dumb things. So now you have looked at these combos and uh, distilled... So we talked about the, the first one, right? So yeah, so and... let me just uh, summarize basically the way this loop works. So what you need is one extra card there, Mirror Entity, which is a 1-1 one, one changeling for three mana. And it says X until end of turn, creatures you control have base power and toughness XX and gain all creature types. Now, here's how this works. With Revelark and Karmic Guide, right? So you can... <laughs> God, this gets really confusing. This is one of those places where you're going to look at the guy doing the Revelar combo and just ask him to fast forward to the end <laughs> because this is a little bit confusing, but it is really cool when it works. So the way it works is that you sit there with Mirror Entity. You use Mirror Entity's X ability for zero, so it's a free activation to turn everything into a zero, zero card. So Aww. when you do that, Revelar dies. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. Isn't that a shame? All your creatures die. <laughs> and then Revelark can say, hey, you know what? Since I'm dying, I'm going to bring two cards back from the graveyard to the battlefield. Hey, what if I use Karmic Guide and Mirror Entity? Both of those have two power or less. 
oh, fancy that. I was able to bring back Karma Guide and Mirror Entity. And then Karma Guide's trigger goes on stack, brings Revel Arc back. And then, hey, look, it's a party. That's right. And you can do that infinitely yeah. for anything that really cares about when creatures enter the battlefield or die. Right. Infinitely. Now, if you do Mirror Energy's trigger to pay X to turn everything into an XX, you can respond to that trigger by virtually holding priority and just do it like a dozen, two dozen, a million times. And then just loop it a jillion times, bring back a whole ton of stuff that costs two or less from your graveyard. Let's say yeah. things like Mull Drifter or... I don't know, Murderous Redcap, Riftwing Cloudsgate, Venser Shaper Savant, all these cards that just do terrible things when they come into play. And you could also use something like Zillaport Cutthroat. Every time something <laughs> dies, you drain them for one. That's right. You drain the whole table for one and you gain a life, right? So then you're just going to be looping Zillaport Cutthroat and Revelark a bunch of times. And then it gets right. real dumb. And uh, if for whatever reason you can't do it infinitely... Right, because you, you put the mirror entity on the stack for zero, like you said. You don't virtually hold priority, you do. And so in response to that, you put it on the stack again. In response to that, you put it on the stack again. And so now you've got the stack into which you can insert these these payload effects. And so if every time you bring back Zulaport Cutthroat, <laughs> you can cause an infinite amount of damage or draw an infinite number of cards with Muldrifter. And as long as the last one on the stack brings back Revelark... <laughs> Oh, man, this Sorry. is just so silly. You can just keep doing it. This card is one of those just... I mean, not to mention just the value play of bringing two, anything with two power or less back in the field. Like, you can always just play, you know, Revel Arc for being a good value yeah. graveyard card. <laughs> yep. I mean, it's more fun if you're going to just go off and end the game. But yep. there are some pretty big nonsense you can play in, into this card. One of the other neat ones that you identified is uh, Reveal Arc plus Body Double plus Mirror Entity yes. and the Payload. Except the Payload, of course, has to be in the uh, in the graveyard. Yeah, so Body <laughs> Double, which is a card that was just recently reprinted, uh, yeah. says that it's a four and a blue a zero zero shape sister. You may have Body Double enter the battlefield as a copy of any creature card in the graveyard. So if you have Body Double instead of, say... Um, karmic guide or whatever you can use body double to copy the revel arc to bring revel arc back and then like <laughs> if you do the mirror entity shenanigans there then you're just cycling revel arcs and body doubles it gets yep. silly it does indeed one of the things is there's cards that you can play that will let you do some dumb things like for instance if you have if you want to replicate the feel of snapcaster mage snapping back a counter spell to counter your target creature but want to do it for a whole lot more mana if you have one of those uh cards like vidalkan ori that lets you play your cards for flash you can play revel arc as a flash spell bringing back something like draining welk you remember that old guy from time swirl that was the flash <laughs> counter spell that comes into play counter target spell and put x11 counters on it yes yeah that's pretty great to just summon out for five instead of six randomly when they're not expecting you to dig up a revel arc that's great that is great yeah and like let's say i don't know toothy went to the graveyard you can pull him back what is that one card that gets plus one plus one for every card you draw like there's just so many cards in <laughs> yeah. blue that will uh. let you I mean, that you can just pull back because they all have really low powers but become really absurdly strong over time yep. but their printed power is still zero star or one and so it's pretty great 
Yeah, I figured there's going to be a lot of recursion in this set, like a lot of these bounce shenanigans, because Revealark is uh, is a clear harbinger of. Oh yeah, uh, what's you don't put happen. this party to a set without having something worth pulling back. Now you also mentioned you mentioned Muldrifter, of course, which draws to the cards, but Snapcaster Mage. You can infinitely recur Snapcaster Mage with this. Yeah, that that feels <laughs> that feels really mean. <laughs> that feels really really mean. That is nuts. And Fulminator Mage. Ah, uh, Fulminator. Just in case you want to break the rules of EDH and start just smashing people's lands. <laughs> and murderous red cap goodness gracious and then you can always use viscera seer to uh sacri- sacrifice your yep. revel arc throw them away scry and then just infinitely scry through your library if you really wanted to you could use things like Ashnode's altar or phyrexian altar to get infinite mana altar of uh, dementia to mill people riftwing cloudscape yeah cloudscape or um or venser and just bounce everything Acidic slime, just start slamming through things. I mean, any color you want to combo with, there's always going to be a two or less card, a two power or less card that you can just do silly, silly, filthy things with. Like Revelark is just one of the pure classic combo enablers in EDH. It's like a, yep. it's a two card combo in itself, right? <laughs> you could also combo it with uh, Safi Eric's Daughter, which has a similar effect of sacrifice this card and bring a creature back from your graveyard to play. Solemn Simulacrum, just in case you want to, you know, do it for value. It'd be nice if we get a reprint of Safi Eric's daughter, too. Well, can't wait to play this set. This is definitely a card that you hope to open in draft, but I know some people will feel a little bit bent if they open up a $3 rare. But this is a card that will win you the tournament, and so hopefully you get extra packs from it. So yes. So, that's pretty awesome. And this is also a reason to hate everybody who's playing that Bojuka bug. Because they're going to just ruin your day. Yep. Rest in peace, and Bajuka Bog, a Revelark's worst friend. One of its best friends is one of our other preview cards, mm-hmm. Dead Eye Navigator. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah. my God. I didn't and even think about that. You the, can even evoke it then. That is not uh, right. Not that you would pay more. That is not right. Holy you crap. You just start bouncing it. And for two blue mana, you get uh, two creatures back from your graveyard. Okay. Oh, goodness gracious. You know what else this is good with? Anaphensa Kintree Spirit. Yeah. When another yep. non-token creature comes back into play, bolster one. And she's a 2-2, so if she dies, you can always just bring her back. Oh, man. This card has so much combo ability. And there's so many cards that have been printed that can just make this go to crazy town. Yeah. It's a good time to rediscover one of the classic cards of EDH. It really is. It's both classic and it's a lot of fun if you can get it to go off. And, you know, maybe you're not doing anything particularly original in that, but there's something <laughs> so satisfying about Fulminator Maging uh, everything. <laughs> oh, Fulminator Mage. God, I hate that card. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so bad. It's worth noting that this is one of those crazy elementals from Morning Tide. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was originally printed in Morning Tide, which puts that, what, 2002? God, was it really that long ago? It could not have been. Long time ago. Wow. It might have been later. I wasn't playing at the time, but I wish I were because that was a crazy set. It's too bad they only did 40 box topper versions because they could have done this one as a box topper. And we would have at last maybe been able to see what's in the middle of that cluster of wings. It looks like... Uh, flowers blasting light in a bugle-like way oh that's also worth noting we're, we're saying revelark instead of revelark because it's named after reveille which is the bugle call that summons usually summons soldiers to the to the parade ground and so reveille revelark oh man you know what else you can get back 
You can get back duplicate. Duplicate is a 2-4 <laughs> card on the printing. That is some nonsense right there. Yeah, I've used it for duplicate actually. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty messed up. Yeah, no, because I was just looking through like random cards that you would want to play with this. And it's like, oh, Glenelendra Archmage. That's mm -hmm. a two power card. In particular with some kind of recursion like um, Crystal Shard or Deadeye Navigator, you, you bring Reveil Arc back and that allows you to bring back the Archmage and then you can counter whatever it is. And of course that puts it back in the yard and you're just like, well, I still have my Deadeye Navigator. Yeah, and when in doubt, you can always just use it to bring back good old Sakura Tribe Elder or uh, Yavamaya Elder. Yeah. Because, hey, you might just need more lands. Maybe, you know what, Shivam? I have a couple of Revel Arcs, and I think I'm going to put them into a, a deck just for you. Yeah, like, I'm I'm definitely thinking about, like, figuring out some way to do some, like, tricksy nonsense with this. Here's my challenge to you, then. Build a deck that does some tricksy nonsense. I have never in my life built a deck that does tricksy nonsense. All my <laughs> decks are mono fair, and that's kind of yep. just the game I play. But do it just for this, and we'll post yeah, it I to know, our listeners. What? I will. I will try to brew a Revel Arc combo deck and see what I can come up with. This could be fun. Indeed. But I think that's all the time we have today. Yep. We hope you've enjoyed this show, everyone. We uh, particularly enjoyed recording it and doing the research back into uh, uh uh, Revel arc combos. It's easy to forget because when you've been playing as long as we have, you tend to do these things and then kind of set them aside in favor of exploring new combos. But if you've never had a Revel arc combo go off on your deck, please do it and tell us all about it. It's going to be degenerate, so be prepared, but enjoy it. Revel arc does enable a lot of degenerate combos, but really, it's fun once in a while to pull out a degenerate combo. <laughs> it really is. You might as well just build a combo deck. Yeah, because sometimes your game just needs to be shaken up. <laughs> Uh, so tell us what your favorite, let's just come right out and call it abuse of Revelark is, <laughs> and uh, tell us on Twitter or in the comments or in uh, you know, wherever it is you're communicating with us. You can even tell us in person because we'll be at various GPs next year. It'll be exciting. GP Santa Clara, come there. I'm going to be there. It'll be great. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Well, listeners, thanks for hanging out with us. This was wonderful. A special thanks to our patrons, because if we didn't have your support, we couldn't do this show. Certainly not at the same quality that you're used to. And if you want to help us relocate our servers and uh, all of the stuff that's going to come along with that, including maybe a web design, who knows, you can go to patreon.com slash commander at MTG. You can also go to commander at MTG.com slash donations, or even go to GoFundMe and search for commander and MTG podcast and donate to the campaign that has the C logo, our fiery C logo. Phil, how can our listeners reach us? You can reach us by going to our website, commanderandmtg.com. Our email is cast at commanderandmtg.com. You can find us on all of the social medias by searching for Commander and MTG Podcast. This episode was edited by David Mitchell. Our theme song was created for the podcast by Nate Burgess. Our logo was created for the podcast by Mr. Picto with assistance from Kelly DeLuca. You can find more art from Mr. Picto by going to mrpicto.co.uk. Special thanks to Tech Wiz's Jesse Thompson and Graham Frank and to Justin for the server space. Commander and MTG Podcast is unofficial fan content permitted under the fan content policy. It has not been approved or endorsed by Wizards. Portions of the materials used are property of Wizards of the Coast. Copyright Wizards of the Coast, LLC. And uh, special thanks to Mike Condon, editor of the Brothers War podcast, for the guitar version of our theme song. Uh, Shivam, 
It's been a while. Why don't you take us out? Sure thing. Well, friends, this has been Commanderin. Not always <laughs> accurate, but always entertaining. <laughs> See you next time. Bye. Ultimate Masters. Ultimate Masters. Ultimate Masters. <clears throat> ultimate Masters. Are you ready for the Ultimate Masters? Ultimate Masters. There ain't no party like an Ultimate Masters party because an Ultimate Masters party has box stoppers. Ultimate Masters. Ultimate Masters, Ultimate Masters. It is Ultimate Masters. Ultimate Masters. All right. Once upon... <clears throat> Once upon a time... <coughs> oh, my gosh. Just, just forget it. Forget the rap. Let's not do it. Pass. Instead, I'll just say... So a guy walks into a bar, and the bartender says, Hey... What can I get you? And he says, actually, what I want is your name. And the bartender says, oh, well, well my name is Alt. And um, the, the guy says, oh, cool. Is it okay if my friend comes in? And he's like, uh, I guess. The bartender says, I guess. Sure, I guess your friend can come in, whatever. Uh, is there a reason why? Like, like, what's his name? And then he's like, oh, my friend is Masters. Come on in. So then Masters comes in. And then he's like, Alt, check this person out. And Alt shakes his hand. Uh, and he's like, oh, Alt. I met Masters. Because Masters and Alt and like Ultimate. Yeah. What else can I do in this short period of time that will be entertaining? Tell you about all the th secrets of upcoming sets. Nah, probably shouldn't do that. Maybe this will work? I don't know. Maybe it'll work. Box topper coming at you. What you gonna do with all that action? Inside a wrapper, sweet foil card, art to the borders, get in my yard. Especially good if it's a graveyard card, because you can reanimate those or go bizarre. A Baghdad, that's what it's like in Dredge. Don't know what to do? Call a friend, because Ultimate Master's coming for you. Box toppers, cuckoo ca -choo. All right, that was passable. You could, you could probably use that if you want. I hope cuckoo-choo-choo isn't like a thing you're not supposed to say. It feels in their senses with that sometimes, and you can just cut that part out if it's inappropriate. I don't know. Run a Google search or something. Uh, let me try something new. Hey, everyone. Gavin Verhey here. Sorry I couldn't be on Commander in this week, but I hope you guys have a blast. Nope. Wait. Let me try it one more time. Okay. Um... Hey everyone on Commanderin, Gavin Verhey from Magic R&D here, and I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to Commanderin. I hope you enjoy your free Ultimate Masters preview card. This set has all kinds of exciting stuff and is coming to you soon, so stay tuned, check it out, hopefully you open some great stuff. Have a blast. Much better. I like that one more. You can tell how many takes I do when I'm recording things, because I'm just running, letting this all run for you. 
Phil. I'm letting it all run for you. I run to you. Hopefully you don't put this whole thing on the end of your show. That'd just be really weird. Uh, okay, let me try the bartender joke one more time because it's really bad, but maybe you can use it somewhere. I just literally thought of it as I was recording this. So a guy walks into a bar and the bartender says, hey, uh, 